Thanks for joining us today on the NateHoldridge.com podcast, where we're taking a look at some of Pastor Nate's articles written at NateHoldridge.com and just going a little bit deeper into them with some conversation. Today, we're talking about never being totally spent and how God is our full supply for everything that we need. We pray that this is an encouragement to you in whatever stage of life you're at right now. So let's get into it. Do you ever feel emptied out, like you have nothing left to give? This is life. As we run our race, fatigue sets in. Sometimes those mountains are brutal. Sometimes the injuries are severe. Sometimes our resources are depleted. Perhaps you're feeling the fatigue of a big climb in life. Keep moving. Remember, with the Lord, there is always a fresh and daily supply of His grace. His mercy and grace are fresh and new every morning. In Him, we are never totally spent. All right, never totally spent. Always got more to give, right? Is that the the logo, or not the logo, but the slogan? (laughs) Just give more. Just give more. Dig deep. (laughs) Time to dig deep, son. Let's go for it. <laughs> oh, man, I saw this thing the other day uh, that was, uh, I, I'm going to forget the name of these shoes, but they're these Nike shoes that this guy was writing about as the ultimate dad shoe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's get into yeah. it. Yeah, and apparently Pete Carroll, who is like the whitest <laughs> NFL head coach you've ever seen, always wears like khaki slacks seattle seahawks coach he wears these shoes like religiously like every game apparently so much so that nike has come out with his own version of them where he has like motivational phrases (laughs) that are stitched onto the tongue dude no (laughs) that's bad how dad (laughs) how dad is that so this guy was like writing he's like saying like here's all like the phrases that would be so great on these dad sneakers you know that's incredible dig deep (laughs) (laughs) we'll put a link to those in the show notes for you guys to get that's so awesome oh man hey never totally spent um something that i think just really needs to be talked about in our day and age you know this is a we're in a time of history where technology is just booming things are getting more busy people are having a hard time just staying up to date with everything they got going on i think it's just so easy for people to feel so spent i feel like i've said that before when i'm venting to my wife or something like that i I feel so spent this week you know and oftentimes it comes from just like a crazy schedule i didn't plan well something was going on but I think that this you know this culture that we live in oftentimes it just kind of caters to a very spent kind of lifestyle at the same time there's also the escapist kind of things that we can jump into video games something like that you Mm. know that uh, tries to kind of almost separate us from that but at the same time is really building into that whole thing of just being so overly tired overly spent and in this article, Nate, you're kind of talking about how we we as Christians, I think is where you come from the standpoint of that we're not ever totally spent um, our, ourselves because we have a resource of Jesus and God in our lives. But I'd love just to start off this conversation. You know, you started off with a, 
a verse from the Bible talking about this story with Elijah and uh, talking about something never being totally spent because of the power of God. Can you kind of just may explain that to us a little bit and kind of take us into that zone? Yeah, so Elijah, when he got his earthly, or earthly, when he got his ministry going, which was all earthly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking about Jesus right now, <laughs> uh, when, when Elijah got going publicly, you know, the first thing he said was, hey, no rain these years except by my word, then went out into um, where he was cared for by the ravens at the uh, Brook Kidron, and then eventually, or Brook Cherith, and then eventually that dried up, and then he, God directed him to go to Zarephath, which was mm-hmm. outside of Israel, so outside of the covenant people, and find a woman there, and a widow there who was going to take care of him. And uh, she had a jar of flour that, uh, and a ju- jug of oil <laughs> that the, the whole time Elijah was there, they just didn't go empty. Mm. And it, you know, I just, as I was reading that, uh, you know, without getting into all the details of the story and how right. it all occurred, I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of God's way of saying to the people of Israel, you know, look, you guys are worshiping Baal because you think that, you know, he's going to bring the rain and then you're going to get your crops. And then as a result of your crops, you're going to have grain, flour, mm-hmm. and you're going to have, uh, oil from, you know, the olive trees and things like that that grow. And I want you to know that I'm the one that provides all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Baal, during this drought, like, I'm trying to show you, he's powerless, he's nothing, he's false. I'm the real, true God. Um, but, you know, just devotionally, I was just kind of reading that myself, and I just thought, you know, I mean, it's not like the text that tells me that my, like, energy has never run out, you know, but the Lord has... He just has always miraculously and, um, you know, spiritually given me the strength mm. to keep going, yeah. you know, and that, that that's kind of the vein that I was like thinking about, you know, it's just, gosh, the Lord's so good. You know, I've always, yeah. there, there have been things that, that I've gone through that I've faced and like you said, you know, whether it's days or weeks or, you know, years uh, or, a, you know, a long season where... You know, I've just felt like, man, I'm, I'm pouring it out yeah. right now, and I feel yeah. very tired. Mm. But as every time that I think I've felt like, surely, that's all I've got yeah, to give. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit more. You know, mm. the Lord uses all that to stretch me and grow me and build me up. You know, and His mercies are new every morning. The Word says. Uh, he is the God of endurance. He's the God of comfort. And as I am in fellowship with him, he has his ways of getting me, you know, that endurance, you know, and, and I'm like you, you know, when I look at the busyness and the craziness of this culture, like my first move is to ask, does it have to be like that? You know, mm-hmm. what have I invited into my life that has made my life so insane, you know, yeah. and, and is this something that I've done? to, you know, one of my favorite words is the word margin, you know, and uh, so have I destroyed my margin in life, my financial margin, my calendar margin, my time margin, uh, my friendship margin and bandwidth, have I destroyed that by over commitment? Uh, So I think that's a good question to ask. But I'm not really talking about that with this particular article. I'm just talking about, Yeah. yeah, you know, once you determine the things that you are supposed to be doing in life, it ain't easy. 
Yeah. You know, this isn't heaven. So right. there are times where you just, man, you you feel like you're about to hit the wall, but the Lord is is faithful to you. Mm. And uh, so he's just so good. I tried to use the analogy of running, you know, yeah, to kind of that. talk about that. But yeah, he's he just, there's always more that we can do in his strength. Yeah. It's interesting that you said, you said um, once you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you said something to the effect of when you, when you know like what God's called you to, to just go for it and that there's always more like God will always give, give you the grace to do more in that. Can you kind of speak into that a little bit? Cause that's something that, you know, I, I've thought about just myself and I'm sure that you listener have maybe thought about this in your own life, just what God's called you to in your own life and what you should really put your energy and your guts into really. But Nate, do you have any kind of thoughts about that as far as like determining maybe what it is to keep going for and to be putting yourself into? Well, part of it's just uh, not mysterious at all. And part mm-hmm. of it is just the regular commitments, you know, that we make. Uh, I don't need to, you know, once I've, for instance, like if I started college, you know, I don't need right. to uh, sit there for four years, you know, kind of going like, should I go to class? Should I go to class? It's like, I've made the decision. I've made the determination. This is very clear. This is God's purpose for my life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a faithful uh, uh, steward with the resources he's given to me, the money that's being paid for these classes. Right. I'm going to go get it, you know, and do that. Uh, same thing with stuff like work, you know, and um, hey, here's the time that I'm to be at work or, or here's the project that needs to get done. And mm-hmm. so part of the Lord's plan for my life is to, to do this. You know, I know he wants me to be a good witness there. He wants me to be a good person in the workplace. So I know I'm going to get that done, you know. So mm-hmm. there are certain things that you just commit to in life that, you know, as you commit to them, you're to let your yes be yes and your no mm-hmm. be no. That's what Jesus people are like. And so that just comes into your life as this is what I do. This is who I am. And then some of those commitments are obviously, you know, bigger. If you stand in front right. of God and man and say, you know, uh, till death do us part to, mm. uh, you know, someone, you are, you know, making a very strong statement about God's purpose and plan and will, you know, for your life. So I think those are some of the ways that you make that, mm. you know, kind of determination. And then, you know, there are other things that are unique to you, like, you know, what kind of work should I do or what kind of school should I go to or what type of person should I marry? I mean, these are things that as you take a look at, you know, your uh, temperament, as you take a look at uh, your giftedness and your passions, you know, things like that, you might get closer to the answer of uh, some of those questions. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it, I'm just talking about basic stuff, you know, it's like God's called us to work and build a life and be, you know, uh, missional in the sense that we're um, looking for opportunities to share the love of Christ with the world that we're living in. He's called us to be a people devoted to good works, you know, so Mm. there's just some basic things. I think there's a lot of freedom inside those big uh, walls to be able to operate. Mm, Totally. As you're talking about it, there's maybe a couple different ways that you kind of take this conversation. One is kind of like... maybe being faithful to the things that are just like in front of you, like you said, like school, work, you just got to be faithful Mm -hmm. to those things. Marriage, you got to be faithful to that. But maybe there's kind of another direction where you can take where maybe it kind of takes like a deeper kind of just like personal look at ourselves and says like, hey, am I spiritually too spent right now? Am I, um, am I, 
giving myself maybe to to ministry and to Jesus, but I'm not really cultivating any kind of health in that area myself to be pushing myself in that kind of way. So I don't know if that really makes sense, but I feel like there's maybe is kind of two directions. Do you feel like if we could just kind of take the spiritual route here, because um, this may could kind of influence the more exterior, just kind of commitments of life, but in pursuing health so that we aren't totally spent, what are those kind of ways to cultivate that health? Yeah, so, I mean, part of the way I think about it, at least, is it seems like the answer kind of depends on who I'm talking to. Okay. Because on the one hand, part of what I think I'm trying to say with, you know, an article like this and, you know, and saying like, the Lord's been so faithful, his strength has always been there for me. Even when I got tired, even when it was hard, the Lord was faithful to give me a new supply of energy. I've, I've never run out of it. I've right. never, you know, tapped it out. I've, I've gone through times of great fatigue. I've gone to, through times where I've needed to rest and rebuild mm-hmm. that supply. But he's been faithful. And I think part of the reason I'm saying that is maybe in my mind's eye, I'm thinking about um, the kind of person who might be prone to leaving mm quitting stopping giving up and you know when you're when you take a look at for instance right now how long somebody somebody who comes out of college holds down the same job you know it's it's just very rapid you know the pace of like seven months and i'm gone another seven months and i'm gone another seven months and i'm gone Uh, rather than receiving maybe the lord's strength for that mm. career okay. and being a, having a little bit more longevity and strength and just like going for it you know and enduring and remaining and watching what god will do uh in in you know that steady faithfulness you know it's like they say uh overnight successes take 20 years you mm. know and yeah. just like yeah, you didn't ever know about that person, but they were slowly, steadily just being faithful, you know, behind the scenes for many years. So there's like that kind of person, right. you know, that's in my mind. But then I think also there's the person who just has been maybe like overly ambitious, mm. maybe through some kind of inferiority complex or guilt or something like that. They're trying to atone for their own sins, they're trying to mm-hmm. create an identity, you know, for themselves. I mean, I, I know I can battle with this, you know, myself. It's like, what's my identity? Well, my true identity is that I'm in Christ. You know, I'm mm-hmm. loved by God, and um, I'm His, and He is mine. But sometimes I'll imagine, like, what would it be like if? All of this, all of this ministry world, all of the Bible teaching, all of the ministry opportunities, all of the, um, you know, church leadership, like what if all of that was taken, you know, away from Mm -hmm. me and I was just like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, just with my family and just the Lord, like what would happen to me? You know, what would go on in my like DNA? And I I know there'd be a, a, a shift just like there would be with anybody whose whole like life work was altered if that happened like overnight Mm -hmm. there'd be like a really big shift but it's helpful to me to think about that because i am not my identity is not 
that I'm a Bible teacher, you know, because mm-hmm. as a pastor, that's mm-hmm. what I really, even though we're not talking about a bunch of verses here right. today, you know, if you think about most of the stuff that I'm doing and saying, it's like, here's the verses, here's what they mean, here's mm-hmm. how we apply them to our lives, or some ways that we apply them to our lives, you know, that's like, I've tried to make that my life's like work and ambition and desire. And there can be times in, you know, embracing the, you know, focus of life that God has given to us, if it's building a business or, mm. um, you know, building a school or building a relationship or building a family, or building a career, you know, preparing for the future. There can be, a, there can be times where we just sacrifice, you know, the space, the margin, the rest, the Sabbath that we need to have. So that seems like a different person to yeah, me, you know, does. that I'd be yeah. talking to. And I think in, in, you know, in that instance, you maybe want to take a look at like, um, sometimes God will put, give you those like stress indicators as a way to say, this is where I'm making you stronger, Yeah, you know? And then sometimes it's, you can't lift that. Mm. <laughs> like that's too much for you. Right. You can't handle that and you need to back off. You've, you've taken on too much, you know, and you need to step, you need to step back. Hmm. Wow. Do you have just kind of a word for uh, somebody who is feeling just totally spent and how they can just kind of keep moving forward? The Lord knows. Hmm. Man, the Lord knows. The Lord has experienced that, you know, himself in his own life, in his own ministry. That was part of the great temptation that he endured was to get to that point of feeling more exhausted than you and I uh, will ever feel. Mm -hmm. Same with the cross. You know, that event brought him to a place of total exertion, exhaustion, pain that you and I uh, will never feel. And now in his glorified state, he looks at us and he knows, you know, I'm getting ready this next Sunday to teach on the church in Smyrna in Revelation chapter two. And Jesus saw this persecuted church that was going through great pain and he said i know your tribulation i know your poverty he was conscious of it using it in their lives absolutely but ultimately steering them through it towards a glorified you know experience and reality uh, in and with him so you know where you're at you know if it's like just man you know all my kids are under five years old and can barely put their pants on by themselves and i'm just like absolutely yeah. wiped out you know mm-hmm. in this season of life or i'm trying to lose weight and you know i've just let it go for for too long and i've known it and and so now i'm trying to chip away but man it's so hard because my body is so far from where it needs to be to be able to do the activity and to have the discipline that I need to have. And, and I'm just tired. I'm fatigued, you know, in it. Or if you're in a relationship where, you know, you feel that, hey, if there's 100% effort between the two of us, it's 90 me and 10% mm. them, you know, like the Lord, he understands those things. He's, you know, experienced the one-sidedness. He's experienced the fatigue and the difficulty he's been tempted in all points like we are but without sin so the lord he understands and he knows he he sees what you're facing and so i think this is part of the reason why it's so special to be able to get his supply of strength for our lives because he he knows us you know when we come to him i mean i was thinking about it this morning it feels like every morning 
when I when it's when I have a prayer time. Mm-hmm. It feels like the first thing out of my mouth is like, "Oh Lord, here I am in my weakness." <laughs> like even this morning, I was like, "Lord, I, I'm sorry if that's yeah. if that's like a bad way to begin, but it just <laughs> it seems like." Maybe it's the early morning thing, but this is how I feel. Oh yeah, like every day, just like oh Lord, here I am, this bag of bones. Be my strength. And my mind <laughs> is just only so strong, and you know my will is only so so great, you know. And here I am, Lord, you know. But He knows that's part of the reason He's not like in that moment going, I don't get it, because mm-hmm. I've been dwelling in infinite energy and power, only mm-hmm. exclusively for all time. So I'll take your word for it. No, because of Jesus uh, and, you know, because I'm in Christ, you know, the Lord actually understands, you know, he actually knows like, yeah, I I get it. You know, I lived a life like you did, you know, Mm -hmm. so I see that weakness. So he lives now to make intercession for me because he's, he's gone through all of that for me. Hmm. That's the encouragement, man, that Jesus knows us, that he sees us, that God knows us, and that he's our supply for everything. Big time. That yeah. so Sometimes that's all we need, right? You it know, is. Just to, oh, the Lord knows. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to read some more articles from Pastor Nate, You can always go to nateholdridge.com and browse through all the archives. Everything's there. And if you'd like to have his articles sent to your email on a weekly basis, you can also sign up for that at nateholdridge.com. And while you're online, please share this podcast with a friend. We would greatly appreciate that. And also, stay tuned for another episode next week. But until then, God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.